turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. From Las Vegas, it's the Marv Cutler Show. Now, your host, Marv Cutler. Well, that may be the longest one yet. Thank you. <laughs> You're breathing pretty good there, kid. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Coming from you, a guy that's been in radio for 50 years, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Wait, 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 wait. Only, only 43. 43? Okay. Well, I rounded up a little bit. Yeah, but that's making me older, see? <laughs> you're not. You're only as old as you feel. Come on now. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't have I don't have any restaurants to talk about because I'm, I'm dieting. Well, that's good. But then it's so bad not, because, uh, you know, you don't get to eat all that great food that you're talking about all the time. But then again, you're not talking about food, so you're not making me hungry. Right, right. But that's okay because I'm, I'm saving myself for next month when I, when I go to the, uh, the restaurant capital of the world. And that would be? New Orleans. Oh, really? I had no idea. You learn something new every day. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to... Can't cool it down a little bit until I, I get back to New Orleans. I've been there for a couple of years, and um, but anyway, I, I did a couple of trade shows um, this this month. Uh, two of my my favorite shows. Um, um, one of them is the uh, the World Tea Expo. I really like the World Tea Expo. It, it, it's here in Vegas every every uh, year in June and. It's a really terrific um, trade. So there's teas from all over the world. You walk around facing different kinds of teas and uh, tea products. And um, I want to mention, though, if you want to really some really good information on tea, um, one of the, uh, actually, probably the top expert, um, uh, James Noah Pratt, is the America's acknowledged tea sage and, and quite possibly the the world's most widely read authority on tea and tea lore. And uh, he's written a number of books. Um, you know, he, he just gave me uh, one of his uh, books, The Tea Dictionary. And it's, um, it's a really interesting um, interesting book. It's a tea trade uh, terminology for cultivation, manufacture, tasting, trading, marketing, and classification and has an authoritative timeline of world tea history and maps. It's useful to tea lovers of every description. Believe me, this is a terrific book. It's designed as a handbook for the international tea trade, but intended to be accessible and useful to tea lovers. So this is the first work in English to include Chinese characters for tea names wherever possible. This is a wonderful book. Um, uh, it's the Tea Dictionary by James Norwood Pratt. Tea Dictionary by James Norwood Pratt. Now, another one of my favorite shows is the International Beauty Show. And um, um, I want to talk about a couple of products, um, my my favorite products at the show. Um, of course, um, I talk about this every year, this company, because this, this is a terrific company, Andis. Uh, they make um, tools for the um, for the professional and for the uh, I guess for for um, the way people do into hair and 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 so forth. And and you know they give uh, once in a while they give me uh, one of their uh, clip uh, trimmers, uh, clip trimming, and it's a really great product. But this time they gave me the ultimate product, the ultimate trimmer, the the professional cordless tea outliner lithium ion trimmer. What a product this is! It's, it's made by Andis. If you're in the if you're uh, in the beauty business, the hairdressing business, barber business, this is a terrific, terrific product. The Andis professional cordless tea outliner lithium ion trimmer. Like I said, Andis products are 
a really uh, fabulous products that probably, as far as I'm concerned, the, the best there is. So, and if you want to check out Andis products, you can go to their website. That's Andis, A-N-D-I-S dot com. That's Andis dot com. And check out their products. The product company that I, 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 I reviewed there is, um, this is a product not for everyone. This is a product for a better man. Yeah, a product for a better man. It's um, Maine Tame Professional Men's Grooming, um, and they they have terrific products for your hair and for, for shaving. Uh, this is a, it's a great company. Um, Richard uh, Thomas Lugo is the owner and president of the company, and these are wonderful products. Um, uh, I can't say enough about it. The... Um, the zero gravity uh, matte spray is, is terrific. Uh, gives you instant fullness, instant fullness. So uh, you want to check that out in the, the, the hair sprays and uh, of course all the, the wonderful shaving products. Uh, uh, check out uh, that's. Um, you want to check out other products that the maintain. dot com. That's maintain m a n e t a m e. dot com. Maintain. dot com. Uh, these are really terrific hair products, so check them out, maintain.com. Well, those are my reviews for this new show, and uh, like I said, I don't have any any restaurant reviews. And uh, I'm going to play some great jazz today, and we're going to talk about some, um, some interesting uh, sports situations. And uh, say, uh, Pete. Yes, sir. Have you ever heard of... Um, a TV network called Stadium. What's it called again? Stadium. No. It's like a poor man's ESPN, and uh, and they and they uh, broadcast. Uh, they have a bottom line like you know ESPN and and and, and FS1 and 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 they have uh, some sports uh, uh, talk shows and. Uh, they have interviews. That, uh, they interview uh, baseball personalities during the baseball season. But they had a debate about about golf. Hmm. And the the debate was that is golf a sport? And most of the guys that work on this network said golf was not. A Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, this is a, a, a sports network that broadcasts live the fifth week. have a league uh, where they throw frisbee. <laughs> they do live uh, broadcasts of these games, so-called games, and to them, that's a sport, and they broadcast this live, but golf is not a sport. How do you, how do you, what do you think of this? Are, are you with me? I am with you. I had somebody call in. Uh, they wanted to talk to me. Um, so you were talking about, is golf a sport? And they were saying what now again? They were, they were saying that, um, that, that golf um, is not a sport. And no, it's got to be a sport because you got to do walking in there. You've you've got to swing the club. I mean, but, there's no, but they said there's no defense. There's no what? No defense. <laughs> so what? Who cares? If there's no defense. It's still a sport. I guess you didn't hear what I was saying. They also broadcast live. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. They broadcast live a a a a disc league. They actually have a league. They have teams all over the country where they where they throw frisbee. Huh? That's not a sport, right there. That's not a sport. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this, and, and this is uh, and 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 they do these 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 so-called games live. Uh, wow. <laughs> this is a sports a so-called sports network, and then they broadcast. You know. Um, Old um, uh, college basketball games, sometimes some old um, um, pro basketball games, you know, from past years. And 
and then and they do some uh, some sports talk shows, and they have a bottom line with with scores and things. But I find that interesting. They 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 say golf is not a sport, but yet uh, they 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 have live just league games. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy to me. I mean that that seems like they got some personal. Objective there, so I'm I'm surprised they would say golf is not a sport, and then frisbee throw or whatever the hell that is as a as a sport. That's not really a sport, not like golf. Golf is tough. You know, it's a, it's amazing because what this league does is they actually throw a frisbee around like soccer. You know, from one end of the field to the other end of the field. And don't get me wrong, it's not like soccer, but and in, in, I'm just trying to let you picture this. And they throw this frisbee across the field, and if someone catches it in the end zone, they get a point. Uh, that's amazing to me. I, I don't even know how that's a sport. I mean, I try to watch World Cup soccer. Everybody's trying to get me into it. I can't watch it, Marv. I can't. I try. I can't do it. I'm a football, basketball, hockey, and baseball guy. I can't watch soccer. I'm trying. I, just... well, I love to watch soccer. As a matter of fact, I you know I cover all the soccer matches here for the Las Vegas Lights. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And, yeah. Well, no, I've been saying that every show that I cover the Las Vegas Lights. I I cover all their all their home matches. Yeah, but see, you can't call my sports talk show on Saturday afternoon because it's uh, what is it again? The Sabbath, but I, but but it's at night after 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 sundown. Huh. Well, mine's a three. To, oh. Mine's three to six. He's, yeah, but it's 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 um it's it's during the day here in in uh, in Vegas. No. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I might I might um I might sneak a call on one of these one of Yeah, these you days. gotta sneak a call someday. You know, it'd be kind of cool yeah, to I have you on. Sneak a call on one of these days. But anyway, um yeah, I cover and and um, uh, Croatia's gonna win the World Cup. They're gonna win the World Cup. Yeah. Why you said that? I just have a feeling that Croatia's going to win the World Cup. Okay. What about you know, what about Russia? Is Russia still in it? Russia's got Croatia on Saturday. Ooh. It's going to be a great match. Yeah, I see. I may have to watch that. The problem is at the station here, the soccer matches are always on FS1. We don't have FS1, so I'm looking for it on Fox. It's not on Fox. It's on FS1. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. See, the beauty here is I can go to a casino and watch it on a big screen. See, I got to go to Las Vegas. I, I, I'll, I'll come and hang out with you. We'll have a vacation. Yeah, you could, you could do that. Well, I'll take you to dinner too. Yeah, please take me to dinner, dessert, uh, you know, lunch, breakfast. Heck, <laughs> you talked about it enough. Let's go to everywhere. Let's do it. You're buying. You're the rich guy. <laughs> so the so anyway, uh, the the criminal's got a new contract. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Um, I was disappointed, but not surprised because first, that's what the Lakers do, and second, that's what LeBron does. And um, I hate to tell everybody, but there's some breaking news. The Golden State Warriors have acquired DeMarcus Cousins for $5.3 million. So, yes. I'm rooting for that team right now. I want them to beat the Lakers. I want LeBron every time he thinks he's going to get to the finals with that team to lose. I want, you know, I want, you know, you know, I hate to say this, but I want somebody to hurt him. Just like, just say that, that thing he pulled on, on, um, uh, with, with the Celtics, you know, you want somebody uh, to Bill Lambirum. That's what you want. Yeah, right, yeah. Or Jim Laskatoffen or something, you know? Yeah, why not? You know, Carl Malone him, too. Yeah, but, um, uh, you know, you know what's interesting? What's that? That, that Chris Paul is getting more money than him. Yeah, well, Chris Paul's going to get more money because that team can afford it, but he actually took less money to go to the Lakers. He could have had more money with the Cavaliers, but... And the sad thing is, Marv, he didn't even give the Cavs four years. He gave him a couple years, and that was it. I understand. He doesn't really like the owner. Uh, and it's always the same thing. Everybody's argument is, LeBron doesn't have anybody around him. When is it's, it- not, it's, not, it's not that he doesn't like the owner. He, doesn't, he only likes LeBron. Well, yeah, of, you know, of course. That's it. It's nothing to do with the other guys. I mean, look at he, 
Look what he did to um, uh, what's his name, the um, the coach that um, um, the last coach he had before the Blatt, the, the, Dave the, Blatt, yeah. Blatt, Blatt. He was a terrific coach. He was overseas. He wasn't that bad in the NBA, but you know what? what no, but but, he, but but LeBron destroyed him. You know, you know he destroyed Gordon Hayward for for the season when he when he took him out with that with that really um, obviously illegal um, hit that on, on on Gordon. You know, but anyway, you know the Lakers. You know, like the like the criminal element. Um, you know, like like Kobe and. Um, and um, like uh, and and LeBron, that's what they like over there. It's, it's it's too bad because you know the Lakers were a great franchise at one time, and I don't think this guy's gonna do anything with the, for the Lakers anyway. You know, because he's he's interested in, in in being a Hollywood guy now. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, kudos to Magic Johnson for trying to get him because look, he still is the best player in the league. Um, but I think eventually, um. Mother Nature is going to catch up or Father Time is going to catch up. He's getting up there in age. I don't see him having that impact. I don't even know if he finishes that four-year contract. I think it's going to be tough. So, yeah. Yeah. The, You know, the New York Times did, um, by the way, this is getting away from this. New York Times did um, the 30 best, um, 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 you know, uh, for, the, for, the, for the NBA. Right. And... and Number one was um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's surprising and, to me. I don't know why it's not Michael Jordan. And number two was um, my, my, my favorite all-time best uh, player ever in the NBA was Bill Russell. I mean, Bill Russell's definitely up there, but I, I don't understand how... Michael Jordan is hated on so Michael much. Michael Jordan was—I don't remember, but I think Michael Jordan was way down about seven or eight. See that, and that's right there. The New York Times obviously has something in in it for Michael Jordan because obviously they didn't watch when he dismantled the New York Knicks and Patrick Ewing and John Starks and Anthony Mason. Morons! Are you serious? <laughs> you know, you know, to me, you know. As far as I'm concerned, Michael Jordan was the second greatest player in the NBA. Never, never changed my mind about about Bill Russell. But, but Michael Jordan, if it wasn't for Bill Russell, then then Mike, to me, Michael Jordan is the greatest NBA player. So, and and this and this Hollywood guy now is will never come come near what what Michael Jordan and what Bill Russell has done. No, he's not. He's he's not going to, and people are going to still shove it down your... I mean, Marv, you should have watched ESPN last night. I, I was so sick. I, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to turn it off. I, I kept it on, and then I had to turn it off. I've never seen well, so many... I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it because I was, I was getting sick to my stomach in a casino. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather get sick to my stomach in a casino than watch people on ESPN kiss somebody's you-know-what... Over right. and over again for the last two hours. I'm like, give it up. Right. But you know why I was getting sick to my stomach in a casino? You drank too much? Oh. I was watching the Red Sox-Yankees game. Uh, oh, David Price. <laughs> oh, 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 David Price. Throwing beach balls up there. Meatballs right down the middle. Why don't you guys take them back? Give us, give us a, a snow. Give us snow. And uh, we'll give you David Price and a hundred million dollars. Nah, well, you guys can have him. You know, I'm all about spending money, but in, in this case, uh, th- that looks like a dead arm to me. So, yeah, yeah, uh, it's good. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of lot left in his contract, and a, and a lot of money. And we'll talk about uh, all that in a few minutes. But right now, here's, this is going out for joy, love of my life. Is my one and only love. And this one, this time it's by Sting. The very thought of you makes my heart sing like an April breeze. On the wings of spring 
Absolutely shocked by the Rays. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were on track to lose 100 games this year. Uh, the young talent has come up. Willie Adamas and Jake Bowers and this crazy bullpen thing they have. Bullpen by committee. Starting bullpen guys at the beginning of the game. I didn't think it was going to work. Everything has worked out for this team. If they could score more runs. Because Marv, they've lost 21 run games this year. Just imagine that they would have won half of those games. We would have a different story here. So this team has definitely surprised me, and I think the story of the year for this team has definitely been not only the young players, but also guys stepping up like Blake Snell. He was a complete disaster last year. Kid looks like he's locked in. Uh, The game has slowed down. He's having a hell of a year for this team, and he looks like a young David Price. He's got his stuff together, that's for sure. A young David. What happened to the young David Price? Well, the young David Price uh, ran out of luck because uh, teams kept on trying to throw him over 200 innings. And when you do that to a pitcher, eventually they look like CC Sabathia. CC Sabathia is going to be going through the same thing. You can't overpitch those guys. When you overpitch them over 200 innings consecutive years, it's going to catch up with you. So, we put down CC because, you know, I always have to like, as much, I hate the Yankees, as you know. Yes, I, I do. Have to like one one member of the Yankees. And, uh, the guy I like now is CC. Yeah, uh, I really shouldn't like him because he owns the Red Sox. Well, here's the difference. Okay, you have these guys that come in; they know how to throw the ball. They they have velocity, high velocity. But eventually, when you get to that certain age, you have to learn how to pitch. You have to come up with different pitches. You have to come up with curveballs, changeups, especially David Price when he came into the league. 
he had two pitches. Uh, maybe a curveball that was decent and then a fastball. Uh, once you time his fastball up, he's done. Well, he's gotten older. Has he really developed those other pitches? Mm, maybe not. CC Zabathi has kind of developed his pitches a little bit better, so he knows how to pitch. David Price, I think he's still a pretty good pitcher, but I think the years of wear and tear on that arm have caught up with him, and maybe he's not necessarily uh, working the counts like he should with those other pitches besides the fastball because his velocity has dropped. He, he can't throw 96-97 anymore. He's throwing 93-94. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so I have... Um, my my question is to you. How long do you think the Red Sox and the Yankees will be within a game of each other uh, this season? Do you think it'll go to the, the last three games in, in Boston? I think it could. I definitely think it could. And I think one of those teams will make a deal for somebody. Uh, DeGrom, maybe for the Yankees or maybe for the Red Sox. I mean, it's always fun with both of those teams. They always go down to the wire. And you know that they're both going for it at the trading deadline. So if they need some help offensively or they need some pitching, they're going to go after it. They're going to get it they done. Both need, they both need a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, what's his name? Severino, he, looks, he looked unbelievable yesterday. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. But they still need a, they still need a starting pitcher, the Yankees and also the Red Sox. Because... Um, you know, the Red Sox got sealed, but he, I think his arm is gone too. I, I, you know, he, he has his great moments like he did on Saturday. And then in the next game, he falls apart, you know. So I think he's uh, he's pitching. They, they pitched him too much. And uh, and it shows because he, he falls off, at, especially at the um, near the end of the season. Yeah, it absolutely does, and that's going to be the key for both of those teams. Uh, I think the Red Sox got better pitching than the Yankees, honestly. So, yeah, well, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, I guess it still is it's hot and cold. Um, right, Price is, is, is done. Um, Rodriguez looked really bad on Friday. Um, you know, and Stephen Wright is on the DL again. So, uh, I don't know. I don't, you know, the Red Sox really need some help in, in, in the starting pitching. They, you know, they really need to, to go after somebody. Anyway, um, have the NBA trade. Yes. And this is what I think should be, should be the trade. Now, Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. To the Celtics. For Horford and uh, Tim having one of those senior moments. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was a rookie last year. <laughs> uh, Jalen Jalen Brown. <laughs> Jalen Brown and Horford to the um, to the Spurs for. I hate to see Jalen Brown go, but still, for Kawhi Leonard, I think that would be a great trade. What do you think? Oh, it would be a great trade if it could happen, but San Antonio, they want the uh, they they want a full ransom at this point. They want young players. They want picks. I mean, Philly, they were talking. Well, they, want, well, they, want a, they want a guy that can help them this this season, which, could be, which would be Horford, and they want a guy that's their future, like Jalen Brown. Yeah, that, that's what they want. Well, they probably, and, they probably want, they probably want Tatum. That's who they probably want. And Boston's not oh, giving sure up they Tatum. Tatum. They've already, they've already let them know they wanted Tatum. Right. No, but Tatum is not. I don't think it's a. If the Celtics let Tatum go, then I'm, I'm all done. Well, I mean, and I wouldn't give up Tatum if you don't have any assurance that Leonard is going to sign for a year. Right. Because if that that's the thing, that's the reason why the NBA is crap these days with the players because they have all the control at this point. So right. he's saying, "I want the Lakers and nobody else." Well, guess what? The Spurs either have to do two things: 
They can trade them to the Lakers and take what the Lakers are going to give to them, or they can wait it out, let him go somewhere, which is not going to happen because nobody's going to take a, a rental unless somebody can convince them, a.k.a. Paul George, which is what happened. Or you can let him sit out, get nothing for him in free agency. So basically, to me, Leonard has all the leverage at this point. Right, but, but you know, they can't trade him to the Lakers because Leonard doesn't want to go to the Lakers. He doesn't want to play with, uh, with uh, the criminal. Oh, no, Leonard wants to play with the Lakers. He wants to play for them. The Lakers want to but give up. he doesn't up. want to play with, play, with, play with them now because, because he doesn't want to play with LeBron James. No, I haven't heard that at all. I think Leonard still wants to play with the Lakers. Oh, no, no, no. I, I heard that def- most definitely. I heard that, you know, I, I've read it in the newspapers. I've, I've, I've seen it everywhere that uh, Leonard does not want to play with uh, Le- uh, LeBron. Well, that's true. Then I would choose Boston or Philly at this point. Boston has a a lot of uh, a draft capital, and they also have a lot of great young players. So, right. I, I think um, I think I think the best deal for the Spurs and and for the Celtics, if they can, uh, you know, if they can get one uh, to a, a good contract, would be um, Jalen Brown and uh, and Hoffman. Yeah, it's, rather, it's, rather than trade because um, Morris and Hoffman, uh, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, that's a, you're dreaming. They want one of those Jasons. They want Jalen Brown and they want Kyrie Irving. Maybe I mean that's the problem. Like you could trade Kyrie Irving because he's coming up in free agency. You don't, you don't know if he's going to re-sign in Boston or not. But here's the thing. You don't know if Kawhi Leonard's going to resign, so you could trade both of those players, and both of those players cancel themselves out. That's the way I would do the trade, and then I would let Danny Ainge say, "You know what? I'm going to convince this guy that Boston is the place for him to stay." Because I tell you what, Boston and everybody's talking about Boston and the Lakers—they're renewing that rivalry again. Yeah, I think people forgot that Golden State won the championship last year, so the Lakers are actually going to have to go through Houston, Golden State. New Orleans, Minnesota, I mean Phoenix. I mean that's not a that's not an easy Western Conference. That's why I don't understand LeBron going to the Lakers in the first place. <laughs> well, you know, somebody last week I was talking to a friend of mine, and he said to me, "So you think um, LeBron's going to go to the Sixers?" I said, "No, he's going to the Lakers." I've been saying that I've been saying that for a year that he's going to the Lakers. And, and I proved myself right, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, but, I, you know, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to go to the Lakers. Uh, um, you know, the 76ers wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be a good fit for them because they get, they get those three young superstars, and, um, and he's not going to have control over those three guys. But the, the guys that the Lakers have, he, can, he, he probably figures he can control. And plus, he can be Mr. Hollywood, you know? Right, exactly. But here's the thing. They got to get enough support there. They got to get Lance Stevenson, who blew in his ear. They got to get uh, JaVel McGee, who's a real idiot. Um, that guy's an idiot. He's a freaking idiot. Um, and they, they got to get enough because you know the media is going to come out. LeBron plays bad. It's not LeBron's fault. It is the supporting cast every year. Right. <laughs> right. Do, you know that, do you know that Luke Walton... And the, the the coach of the Sixers was and yes came out of the same um, draft. Yes, yes, Luke Walton was drafted in the same draft as uh, LeBron James, which tells me that basically LeBron James is the coach of that team. He's not about to listen to Luke Walton. Right, well, LeBron has been the coach of every team he's played for. <laughs> right. I mean, that's 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 uh, that's uh, definite. That's a definite. I mean. He's, He's the he's the he's the guy in charge. He's the coach, and uh, you know these, these other guys, um, they get they you know they they, they don't stand a chance with LeBron around. And um, it's, it's a terrible thing because you know the, the great players never did that. You know Russell never did that. Uh, Jordan never did that. Uh, Kareem never did that. These 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 guys never did did that when he when he, what LeBron is doing. Yeah, but it is what it is. You know, people will change the narrative all day long about how uh, he doesn't have enough supporting cast or 
He's in a tougher era than Michael Jordan was, which is just complete nonsense. It's just all nonsense. It is. The media these days are nonsense. They're a bunch of idiots. Right. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, I don't remember what number it was, but you know who was a real high pick, like in the top seven or eight, was was another great player to Celtics. That was Robert Parrish. Yeah, Robert Parrish was pretty good. He was also pretty good with the uh, ganja, which he got in trouble with uh, <laughs> a couple times. But uh, he was a heck of a big man, that was for sure. See, that's what the 80s and the 90s had, Marv. They had big men. They had guys that would crowd the lane. So 260-pound guys couldn't just go and dunk or right. run you over. You had a 330-pound guy. Let, let LeBron James do that to Shaq in his prime. He wouldn't be walking at all. Right. It would never happen. Right. It's a joke. Absolutely. That's an absolute joke. Yeah. Here's um, Stephen Tyler and a great tune written by, believe it or not, Charlie Chaplin, Smile. Light up your face with gladness Hide every trace of sadness Although a tear may be ever so
know about those Braves. Yeah, the Braves are the surprising team in the NL East. The, the Nationals are not doing very well right now. Six games back, and uh, Harper's uh, trying to do too much right now because he's coming into his free agency year, and word is he may be going to the New York Yankees. But um, the, the Braves are doing it with young pitching, young yeah. players that they built in the farm system just like they did in the 90s, doing it all over again. Good for them. Yeah, they're looking, they're looking real good. You know what? You know what surprised me, though, with the, the Mets? I mean, they, they started off the season unbelievable, and then they just fell apart. Yeah, that's very true. Absolutely very true. So, You know, they look they look like the monster team in the NL East here, and, um, and then now they're in last place. So, I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's been a crazy season, uh, baseball season, from Interesting teams that are not doing as well as they're expected to do. Well, that's why you play a long season. I mean, that's why they play the games. I, I know it sounds so cliche, but that's well, why. I don't know, Bob. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a long season, but um, it really, you know, except uh, unless one team breaks loose after the All-Star game, it doesn't really change that much once the All-Star break, you know? It stays... Um, it's pretty close to where it is. Yeah, you're but exactly again, right. There's always one team that, that that could break loose and and you know and do something big, you know, after the All Star break. But other than that, it, it seems uh, pretty much um, the same for the rest of the season. You know? uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the the Patriots. And, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Edelman now. He's got a four-game suspension, right? Yeah, he does. Uh, I guess it's PEDs or some guard. I mean, why, does, why is Julian Edelman taking PEDs? What is he trying to do? I have no idea. That's, what I'm, that's, that's what's bothering me. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I guess you're trying to get an edge when you get an injury and then you get caught and then you say, oh, I couldn't believe I got caught. And basically you cost your team. But, you know, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom Brady yeah, will figure it out. Oh, the, 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 all these guys say the same thing. Well, I didn't know that was on the list. Oh, yeah, right, right. You yeah. get paid millions of dollars to play a sport. You got chefs. You got guys that know the, the trainers there. They know exactly what's on the list. Everybody in that organization knows what you should take and what you should not take. And that dumbass says he doesn't know what he shouldn't take. Come on, man. Right. All right. Well, the Patriots are the big favorites to win the Super Bowl again this year. Well, they should be. I mean, don't they have Brady? They still have Brady. They still have Belichick. They still have Gronk. Defense is pretty good. But, but first of all, I don't think Gronk has um, the feeling for football anymore. You think so? I think uh, I think um, uh, Gronk wants to um, go into sports entertainment. Oh, I, I absolutely thought that. I thought that Gronk was going to retire early, and there was a question of Gronk trying to be traded in the offseason. I think Belichick wanted to trade him, and Kraft once again said, you're not trading him. Brady would have been upset. That would have been. There's a problem with uh, Brady and Belichick. Oh, yeah, big-time problem. You can... Look, you can see the writing on the wall. I think this is the last year of Belichick. Whether he wins a Super Bowl or not, I think Josh McDaniels is going to be the next coach of the Patriots. I don't know if it's right. the great. I, that's why he didn't leave. Correct. So, I, I don't think he turned down the, uh, wasn't the Titans, it was the Colts. You leave them at the altar at the last minute if you are if you don't have a job in your back pocket. Kraft told him right. probably, look, you got a great relationship with Tom Brady, which he does. Tom Brady has right. always been pretty good. He's put up great numbers in Josh McDaniel's system. Now, McDaniel's first go-around as the Denver Broncos coach was not very good at all. But right. you can't screw up that system. You really can't, especially when you have Brady in there. So I think they anticipate whether they win the Super Bowl or not that Belichick is this last year and McDaniel's will take over. Right, which would give um, 
which will give Brady another couple of years, right? I mean, the guy wants to play for as long as he can, but then again, he comes out in the interview and says that he would like to retire. He's contemplating retirement. He wants to spend time with his kids. I don't blame him. He wants to spend time with his supermodel wife. I would want to spend a lot of time with her too. (laughs) Now you're speaking for yourself or you're speaking for all American men? Well, I think I'm speaking for myself, but I'm also speaking for the uh, good old American red-blooded men out there. Absolutely. Warm-blooded men, yes. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, it depends on it depends on how well Gronk plays. Um, because, like I said, I don't think he has it in him. You know, did you hear what Shaq said the other day about Gronk's body? What now? Did you hear what Shaq said the other day about Gronk's potty? What did he say? He said that, that Gronk throws the greatest potty in the world. Of course he does. He's a fun guy. He doesn't get yeah. out of control. You know, he's not firing off guns or touching Uber drivers or women in inappropriate ways. And if he is, he has enough money to shut him up. Not saying he did, but I'm just saying he didn't get caught. Right. Not like the quarterback down here, obviously. That's, well, I, uh, you you got to put up with that quarterback. I mean, he's got a history of that, right? <sighs> yeah, out of Florida State, he had allegations. Um, he was not convicted of. They tried to convict him four times. He was found not guilty. They come back and say FSU hired, absolutely handled the whole investigation. Uh, faulty, then they settled with the victim. But if you read the case, Marv, and there's there's two things here. They put it on CNN. It's called The Hunting Ground. And they first start out the piece of with her saying, I was drunk, I was drugged. If people look back into the evidence, that's completely unfounded. That's untrue. She was not drunk. She was not drugged. She was none of those things. And they still put it on CNN. They still push this narrative. So do I think he was guilty back then? No. But I do think he puts himself in some really stupid situations. And, and if you're if you're a quarterback in the NFL, and you know this as well as anybody does, Tom Brady put himself in the situation where you get into the system of Roger Goodell. You disgrace that shield. Whether you're guilty or not, it's all about perception. And in this case, perception is a double-edged sword. So if you put yourself in that situation where you get into the system, then Roger Goodell will have it out with you. And that's exactly what happened here. That they, I don't think they can prove it. I think they have text messages uh, with him saying to his other friend, Ronald Darby, who was playing for the um, the Buffalo Bills at the time, now playing for the Eagles. He was trying to come out and say, well, I was in the car the whole time. It didn't happen. Well, that was, on, that was false. There was two different Uber cars at the time. So they felt like, look, this guy came into the league. He already had allegations against him. Most likely, Goodell said, you know what? Keep your nose clean. And if you don't, I'm going to be on you. And here we go. Only takes one incident. I'm going to skip over um, one of those tones that I gave you. And I'm going to do Night in Tunisia with uh, Miles Davis and Charlie Parker.
Well, no, that was a, a great tune by the uh, by the Giants, the Jazz, um, Miles Davis, Charlie Park. I just want to mention that the um, Las Vegas Lights uh, on the uh, United Soccer League they'll be uh, they'll be back home this um, this uh, Saturday night, so they'll be playing a home game Saturday. Um, check them out. Tickets are only starting at fifteen dollars. Uh, it's a fun it's a fun soccer, and um, um, they last Saturday night they they played in. Um, in Oklahoma and Tulsa, and and they and they they play to a draw, two to two draw. Until next time, Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week, and ciao.